0: Hello, this is Worth Living and I'm Katie. Today I'm here with Keith, the founder of Worth Living. Hi, Katie. And I'm here with Kat, who is a writer for Worth Living. Hello. Today's discussion is going to be on recovery. And what kind of prompted this topic um, was how, as of late, I feel as though uh, I have a very distant relationship with recovery. And so it really got me thinking about it in a broader way. Um, so as some of you may know, I have a severe obsessive compulsive disorder and anorexia. And I have been living with these disorders since I was a child. And basically I have found myself having peaks where I am in moments of stability And then all of a sudden I have mental breakdowns that can be prompted by anything. And I am at a a state right now where I'm kind of plummeting, even though I have a lot of great things going for me. So it kind of just got me thinking, well, when am I supposed to be recovered? Right? Because that's one of the big topics we have in mental health discourse. We talk about stigma and we talk about recovery and recovery sounds like it should be straightforward. It sounds like it means that you are officially better. You have officially dealt with your illness and are able to move forward. But I think that's maybe a bit of a falsehood if you live with severe mental illness, because you live with mental illness, for forever it's a lifelong affair and that means that you're going to have many stepbacks again and again so I'm almost wondering if recovery for myself I wonder if it's a good word at all to use because recovery to me insists that we are permanently fixed you know we will never be ill again so for me I almost prefer thinking about my mental health journey as having moments of stability. Uh, moments where I am happy, but I am aware that that happiness and that stability may not last forever, and that doesn't have to be a bad thing by any means. But I, I basically just have a lot of issues with the word "recovered." <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it, and that's just me. Everyone else is going to have a different opinion, by all means, and I can't wait to hear them. Like uh, Keith and Kat, definitely have different opinions from me where I'm a bit more cynical about the word (laughs) and Uh um, but no I I would definitely like to pass this along to you guys and hear your thoughts on it
1: sure Katie um recovery it is an interesting word to use in in the context of mental health okay it's a recent addition to the conversation of mental health for sure okay the last few years I would suggest um, back in my dark days of depression I had severe depression okay anxiety panic attacks uh, to use that expression um, and I often will say the dark days to, to reference that time of my life okay there was 16 years of, of dark days um, and I had never thought of recovery okay I had struggled for so long before I was diagnosed and I, I struggled immensely after I was diagnosed to 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 get in, in any kind of you know frame of, of healthy, if you will. Um, recovery kind of came to me the last, say, four or five years in in, in, in just reading and listening to other people, okay, and, and this notion of recovery and mental health kind of came together. I think you're spot on in, in terms of the stigma. Um, recovery and mental health, people never thought anybody with, with a mental health challenge would ever be in any, any form of, Good health or, or, or recovery, okay. Um, yeah, you know, we were shunned, we were we were ignored, we were we were discriminated against. Okay, the stigma was immense, so recovery just did not go with 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 the discussion at all. Okay, with with the life experience that was occurring at the time, but um, you'll know notice um, and was was, was was really paying attention. I used the word I had depression, okay. So my context is a little bit different than, than Katie's, with you know, all due respect to her, of course. Okay, um, I I look at myself as in recovery. Okay, um, and I compare okay my life now to the dark days, my life now. Um, uh, look at the dark days first. breath. that may be the better the better discussion point. I had insomnia. I did not sleep for days, okay. Um, I would practice law for 10 hours a day, go home in tears as I drove home, alone, not sleep, okay, not eat. Get up at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, shower, and go to the office again for another another long run. Um, cutting out relationships, okay, from my family, the most incredible partner I'd ever had in my life, okay. I lost her because of it all. Um, I, you know, it was very emotional at times, and then, and then no emotions at all. Okay, that was the cycle in which I lived. Now, I can laugh, um, <laughs> I can eat well, I can enjoy things, I can smile, I can talk with the two of you and enjoy the conversation. I, you know, it, it, the contrast is, is immense. And I I think I am in recovery. I have no medication for, for, for depression any longer. Um, I don't see a therapist like I did for a couple of years. Um, I, it's, it's not a, a, it's it, it pops into my head every day of course I'll never forget the dark days but unless I'm in a better place right now um, will it come back? It's possible sure okay um, I'll, I'll see it coming this time for sure um, but I, I kind of look at my life you know in, in, in stages in decades I'm that old okay I'm, I'm <laughs> <watching> decades okay? <laughs> um, and, and the, the decade I'm in now I'm doing quite well, okay? It's been a great run for a number of years, okay, in terms of mental health work, if you will, involvement, consulting, chatting, worth living has been a, a great, you know, way to meet people and, and bring this, the other people into in the you know, a, a safe place, a safe community to share our, our journeys like we're doing here tonight. And I think it's important that we share our journeys like like we do okay, for others to, to hear and listen and, and perhaps feel like they're not alone, okay? And um, recovery... Yeah, you're, you're 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 right katie i mean what does it mean that's mm-hmm. it may mean something different to, from me to you yeah we're all unique people with with unique illnesses similarities of course but nonetheless there we you know difference as well and i think you know it, it kind of you know how do you look at your own life i think that's how it should be it's, you're, you're, you're right katie. it's not linear mm-hmm. okay um you know it, it it you know for years I'd have a a good week and then I'd be in bed for two weeks, yeah, so I mean that can can occur, okay it hasn't with me for a number of years i mean like in a very good place very healthy place um I'm hopeful i'm healthy um you know that's how I kind of see it it's it's an individual thing almost oh
0: absolutely, know?
1: but I think it's it's so great that we're talking about recovery and, and mental health yeah those 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 Terms did not go together for many, many years. So That's the, the mere fact that we're talking about it is a huge advancement. Mm-hmm. So you know we're at that point now. So I, I'm I'm grateful for that.
0: Yeah. What do you think, Kat? Well, so I
2: I do have a different opinion. I totally understand why you're cynical, girl. I mean, <laughs> let's <laughs>
1: even
2: even memes I see on the the regular say. You can't, you know, you can't be in a relationship unless you're recovered yourself. Unless you've taken care of yourself, you can't be there for someone else. Unless you well, yourself. I was, if I was waiting for the time in my life where I wasn't having any symptoms, didn't have any medication or any help, I would never be in a relationship. <laughs> like it just would not happen. <laughs> so I think there's plenty of re- reasons to have that perspective because the media is just a bear when it comes to this stuff. They do try to really make uh, mental illness very simplistic and it's definitely not that way at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, K- Katie, Katie says that she doesn't really adhere to the term recovery. Um, Keith says he's in recovery. Well, I, I consider myself recovered. Um, mm. And that's a, like keith i divide my life into stages i think about when i was in a hospital that was like kind of the the peak of my mental illness i wasn't properly diagnosed i was diagnosed with depression instead of bipolar disorder i was on antidepressants that were driving me insane and i went into two psychiatric hospitals one right after the other i mean that was the lowest point of my life easy um and it was tough it was tough for sure and it really started to get better. The second I was properly diagnosed, I was diagnosed and I was taken off the medications that were not helping me put on medications that were really starting to help me. And that's when my recovery process started. Um, And then the next stage in my life after that was stability. Like you said, you like to use the term stability. I definitely think it's a less controversial term, um, and, but also still something that's very personal to each person. What do they yeah. think of instability? stability? So I think of disability for me was when my medication settled. So six months after I got um, diagnosed and put on my medication, it still took six months to figure out the dosages, um, six months to really start to feel feel better and feel good. Um, it was, it was not linear at all. It was definitely back and forth. And after that stability, I still was having trouble. I was still seeing a therapist twice a week, like for sure. Medicine was not the only thing. Um, I still had a lot of other parts of my life to figure out, still need a lot of therapy, um, just to talk through things. Uh, so I would say then for me, recovery came about when, my therapist and i were able to have the conversation um he said you know you don't really need me anymore we'd spend mm-hmm. 30 minutes in therapy talking about sports and he was like Let- let's think about this like are are you really gaining from me what you should be gaining um and i was like you know what no <laughs> i was like i, I could be having too. this conversation with anyone ever no training in therapy whatsoever, and it'd be fine. So that's when I think I really um, found myself recovered was that instance where I really stopped needing care, did not stop needing medication. Keith was able to get off medication. That's part of his gig. I uh, yep. don't anticipate getting off medication ever.
0: See, um, I'm just, because it sounds like you're both at a stage where your treatment has to be in a pretty... Stable state for a significant amount of time like obviously i'm sure you both still struggle like as we talked about mm, we're sure. all gonna have bad days and everything but it sounds yep. like to me that you both are in a stage where illnesses. Mm. totally yeah and i yeah, think I what really defines recovery for
2: me versus stability is i feel that if something happened to me or if i had a bad day i feel confident that i can get over it when I was yeah. stabilized, but still seeing a therapist, if one little thing threw me off, I thought I was done. Oh my God. I'm go, I'm going back and mm-hmm. like, I am just going right back down right to the dark place. Like Keith said, I was just tumbling. Whereas now mm-hmm. I can even have, I can even have manic stages where it's things are bad for a week or two. If there's mm-hmm. some sort of life change, I'm moving to DC soon. That'll be a life change. Hopefully My moods don't shift dramatically with it, but I know that that's a possibility, but I feel recovered because I feel like I have all the tools in my toolbox necessary, ready to handle it. I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm in a state to handle it. Just, it is totally a personal feeling that I (laughs) have it. And it's not because I'm any better than you guys it's not because my disorder's less severe it's literally it's just the place that I am at currently
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I agree it's, yeah.
2: it's a totally personal thing for sure yeah.
0: yeah like it's so funny because for me right now it's interesting because I've done at least five years of cognitive behavioral therapy and I've mm-hmm. been on two medications now for at least i'd say maybe two years maybe three and I'm at a point where it's so frustrating because I've gone back to suicidal thoughts and everything. And I'm just kind of like, shouldn't I be recovered by now? I've done the therapy. I've done, you know, the medication. And I have intrusive thoughts again. And I used to be able to handle them so well. And now I'm at a stage where even my old tools are not working. So I'm just kind of like, what gives? How is this happening? So I, I think mm-hmm. it's really interesting. We're all in these different stages, and that's maybe why I'm so cynical right now, too. Right? I'm just kind of like yeah. I'm at a stage. I've I've spoken to other mental health professionals, and I've relayed my mental health journey to them, my treatment and everything. I've had a couple who say, "Why aren't you better yet?" And I'm just uh, I don't. Know.
1: Oh my! What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's I hope ridiculous. you didn't go back to them. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This was when I was almost hospitalized. I had a couple yep. psychiatrists kind of say to me, well, you've done four or five years of cognitive behavioral therapy. Like uh-huh. that should have been enough.
1: Yeah, and I'm just like,
0: yeah. I know, I feel like it should be. But for whatever reason, I'm here sitting in front of you suicidal, like, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Uh-huh. So I
0: think it's really interesting because I find that the media often pushes this narrative of recoveries yep. like this, like this thing that we strive towards and once you have it you have it forever right and so I'm sitting here and I'm not abiding by that narrative and even some mental health professionals feel that way like I'm going back to my psychologist this week and I haven't spoken to her in a while and so I'm like going to her and saying I feel like I should be recovered by now we've done all the hard work
2: Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I'm
0: still here (laughs) like I still need your help yeah. So it's like, really, yeah. that's what made me, made me really prompt this topic of what is recovery because I feel like I'm not abiding by the narrative that recovery is supposed to be.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there is no automatic cutoff date. Okay. The, the, like you said, those doctors said, well, you know, should be recovered by now. No. <laughs> like, was there, a, it's personal, it's unique. Okay. It's, yeah. it's particular to each of us. And, and uh, you know, I consider myself in recovery because it took you know my therapist thought i was doing well no more therapy no (laughs) more meds you know there were stages i had to get some self-confidence back self-esteem i worked on that for a number of years i mean it was a process okay it's still like i kind of do certain i I meditate still i kind of take a deep breath sometimes still i do Mm -hmm. I, i still have practices that i use in the dark days to get healthy that i incorporate into my healthy life now if you will okay so it's not just this yeah. I mean, I, I'm with it completely Katie. Okay. Like, yeah, you know, it's just not automatic. It's just not a, a specific cutoff date, a best before date or best after date, whatever. Okay. You know, it, it's, it's you and, and how you deal with it yourself. That's it. Yeah. I lo- it, I it's love. It's all team. about you. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. Mm. And I love how you talk about hard work because it's so true. Mm. Recovery from mental illness is hard work. It's, you don't just get the medication the and is. just get better, you know? And it can be so frustrating. I totally understand your frustration because you have done Mm -hmm. the hard work. You've gotten the medicine. You've done years and years of therapy. And for whatever reason, nothing to do with how hard you've tried or what's been dealt to you. You're just not there yet. And that is infuriating. But it kind of reminds me of like, say you're in a really hard class. You're taking, so for me, this was biochemistry really hard class, put in a ton of work for it. And for two of my tests, I did really well. My third test, I thought I studied just as hard. I thought I was just as prepared for whatever reason I faltered. I put in the hard work and I didn't get the grade I thought I would get. There could be a million reasons why Mm -hmm. I didn't study. I didn't say hard enough the the small bit of detail that was actually on the test um sometimes I'm slow if I if I haven't eaten well or slept well then that can really affect my test scores
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and it sucks it sucks to put in hours and hours and hours of work and to not get what you were you were expecting to have yeah but hard work is only part of it there is yep. some mm-hmm. luck with finding Life the changed. correct there's
1: luck there's good timing yep.
2: luck good timing um yep. sleeping sleeping can severely affect my mental health just like it affects my test scores like it just does yep. there are a million things and it just goes back to everything being personal like just because i did terrible on that one test for whatever reason doesn't mean anyone else did yep. the second yep. person next to me could have put the same number of hours of work and just done better and
0: that's why you
2: cannot compare yourself to anyone in that room
0: (laughs) no i'm not trying
2: to get better than this person or better (sighs) than that person i'm just trying to do my best and it's hard after you fail a test to look at yourself and say did i do my best yes Mm -hmm. i did my best i Mm -hmm. tried (laughs) i worked hard
1: yeah and you try again
2: and you yeah. try again. You keep but, that
1: hope, okay? You try again. Yeah. Okay.
2: I got a bad grade yep. in that class. It's not like I'm going to say, oh, forget it for the final. Might as well fail that too while I'm at mm-hmm. it, you know? Mm-hmm. You take a little bit and you recover and then you figure something out. Yep. And it could be the same thing that you've been doing. It, it could be that you put in the same yep. amount of work and it just works out the next time. And yep. I, and who yep. who freaking knows? Who knows? You might continue on with the same therapy you might continue on for the same medication and one day for whatever reason it works but sometimes it doesn't it's just
0: it's freaking aggravating <laughs> i think to right say now, the least that with when we think about recovery too i think it's interesting that we're in the middle of a pandemic so i think mm. it's thrown off everyone's course of their potential recovery in a way it's Definitely. not that you yes. can't recover in the middle of a pandemic but it is harder to, <laughs> harder yeah. to a lot of people yep. right it's a major yep. trigger it, it throws a complete wrench in your toolbox and how mm-hmm. you go about your your recovery journey it just oh yeah it's for sure it, it yeah. covid affects
2: severely the things that we're so used to having in our toolbox Going out and seeing your friends is a huge uh-uh. thing that people tell you to do. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if yep. you're having telemedicine instead of in-person therapy. That that could have been the only person you were seeing for the week. Only reason yep. you're getting out of the house. You yeah. don't get that <laughs> anymore.
1: That's the yeah. problem.
2: <laughs> not to mention the fear everyone has not to mention the the confusion not knowing if next week we're gonna have some magical treatment come out like or next week it's going to be a second huge wave that knocks us on our Mm, feet that's terrifying when you're Mm. when you're getting better people they tell you to try to make your days as consistent as possible so you have a schedule where's the COVID schedule yeah like it it is a huge trigger for so many reasons right now it is tough and Mm -hmm. that could that that could be the reason who knows it could be a million different little things adding up yeah and honestly I think if you if you if you try to like figure out like what's in yourself and I'm not saying that you're doing this at all but if people try to beat themselves up figuring what is that missing piece that's hindering my recovery that can sometimes be just as detrimental as internalizing it or saying what am I doing wrong
0: Mm-hmm. When there's
2: so many different things,
0: so many external factors, especially with COVID. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think yep, this has too. been really interesting because I think at the end of the day, the consensus among other episodes we've done <laughs> is that um, it's such an individual experience. You know, there's no one yes. universal mm-hmm, definition mm-hmm. of recovery, there's no universal sure. experience of recovery. Every illness is going to make recovery a different experience, every person, every circumstance, like living in the middle of the pandemic, right? It's Mm -hmm. going to be so different for everyone. But I think that, I I really like that we're able to express our own opinions on the subject and be open to the fact that we all have different interpretations of what recovery is like.
2: Totally, I think that you're leading a very good example by showing that you can have a strong presence in mental health, you can help people get better. You can be mm-hmm. on a podcast for mental health and not be perfectly mentally healthy. Yeah. I think yep. that's a huge yep. thing is that I don't want to seem like I'm on the pedestal of recovery. And that's why I'm here today. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like exactly. it's like the yep. real life thing you're saying, how you feel you're saying what is true for you right now. And I think that's so important and honestly, not something that I can really give right now because I'm not in that place.
0: Yeah,
1: And that's one reason we come together, okay, to share our unique experiences, our common experiences and knowledge, and hopefully to help people who are listening.
0: Yeah, this is a very real and raw conversation, right? You know, Mm -hmm. like, I am always open to hear if anyone wants to talk to me or or if they have similar experiences and are able to relate to that. Like, I'm glad if someone can find comfort in that.
2: Totally. Um, Another fury infuriating thing for me is when they say like like you're saying like you're going through some tough stuff and you can still help other people mm-hmm. some 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 people will tell you yep. you can't do anything unless you're healthy yep. yourself
0: no yeah not true that's yep. not the case at yep. all absolutely no. we're debunking a bunch of myths on exactly
1: episode. Be, <laughs> yeah be proud of yourself oh thank you for what you're doing okay i mean your background and what you're doing here here this evening. Okay. With us and, and other stuff that you're undertaking. I mean, you know, recognize that and be proud of that. I am. Okay, yes, what I do. I'm proud of what you do, Katie. I'm proud of what you do, Kat as well. What, you, what you're undertaking coming up here soon. I mean, you know, and that's something I think to, to, to bring forth any kind of discussion on, on mental health awareness and, and, and how we, how we deal with their, their lives is just that. Okay. Focus on ourselves and others. But be proud of what you've, you've, you know, we're still here. Yeah. Right? Yes. We're still- I'm grateful that every day I'm still here.
0: Yeah. Still here. Still here. I like that. That's a really good ending. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a very like nice way to conclude, you know, we've been through a lot of bad stuff, but we're still here. We're still talking about it. And, you mm-hmm. know, you can do it and you can talk to us about it.
1: Yeah.
2: Totally. Sitting here yeah. in the present, looking around. I look around today and I say, you know, I, I feel pretty good today, but doing that every day, am I going to feel that way tomorrow?
0: Who knows? Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely. Well, but totally. That's okay. been our episode and uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday <laughs> or, you know, we'll talk soon. Yep.
1: Sounds yes. good.
0: All right. Bye guys. Thanks, right. Thanks Kat. Bye.